Music is the Drug, Cowboy Junkies podcast available on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Google, Stitcher, Podchaser, TuneIn or wherever else you get your podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe to make sure you get every episode. I'm Dave Bowler and I wrote the book Music is the Drug, the authorised biography of Cowboy Junkies, which came out last year. Over the course of the next few weeks, with the help of Michael Timmins and Alan Anton, we'll be looking at songs from right across the Junkies repertoire, from White's Off Earth Now all the way through to Ghosts. I'm So Open was kind of the title track on 2001's Open, the first new studio album that the band had made since leaving Geffen. As Alan points out, the song was a real statement of intent, its driving energy propelling the whole album along. I think that would, you know, that, that drove the whole, the whole recording of that record was that um, that energy of that song, and that we tried to apply to as many many songs on there as possible, even the slower ones somehow to get them get them going a bit more, get them fired up. So I think yeah, overall that has a really nice energy and really much higher energy level than our normal normal normally the way we sit in the studio. The idea of a fresh start fed into the album as a whole, but there were other forces at work on Michael's writing too. To me, that, that that's the start of uh, the new the new independent phase of Cabo Junkies. You know, we just left Geffen, and so that's the first record we make on our. You know, not well. We make them all on our own, but our, without without having to deliver it to anybody. You know, we can just now make our records and put them out how we want to put them out, and you know, have have different partners as far as distributors go along the way. And you know, lyrically too, I, that record is sort of the start for me. It's um, you know, it's the start of my life with kids. <laughs> That's that miles from our home was waiting around. You know, we were expecting uh, to adopt our first child, and so there's a long a long wait, and then. Um, open that's the sort of the start of sort of the start of children and then as soon as you get children then you begin to think in terms of uh mortality and you know the next in line your parents and uh where they're headed and you know you you begin that whole process i think i think i think kids really bring that home so open is really about that it's it's about it's about and also your own relationship to your spouse and the one you know your 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 responsibility of raising kids so that's sort of the that record is sort of the beginning of that and open song I'm so open um which is you know kind of like a title track um really really is about that it's about you know it's about the circle it's about uh you know the 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 fated finger of fate <laughs> who who it's going to pick who's going to choose uh the 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 lack of the lack really of control in some ways one suddenly realizes one has over one's life especially when one has kids and uh realizes how 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 much of a a riot it is so yeah you get to 40, and when you're a kid, you kind of think, well, when I get to 40, everything will make sense. It'll all be organised and everything will be okay. And you get to 40, and absolutely nothing makes any sense, and it's even more chaotic than it ever was. Yeah, it's very true. Uh, yeah, you're right, too. A lot of that record is about age, too, you know, my personal ageing and those around me, certainly. But, um, yeah, the sort of lack of – yeah, sort of a, a lack of clarity, you know. you. I think for, for me um, – as a kid, I, I hated being a kid, but then when I got into my twenties, for sure, like there was, and thirties, it's a very driven period, you know, a very driven time for me. I, I had a, I had a real focus for what I wanted to do, and certainly the, I had the band, so I was very lucky in that, um, you know, music became a focus, and 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 um, you know, artistically and 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 emotionally, but also you know financially, right? I had I suddenly had something to drive towards, so I was able to do that, and certainly by open we're what we're we're very secure um but 
a lot of other things begin to sort of become less focused, um, as you say, you know, one's life. And, and, and that's, that, that I think that's brought on by having kids and certain, certain period in one's relationships and, um, and, you know, and, and sort of in the uncertainty of, uh, one's future. So yeah, you're right. I mean, aging is a big part of, big part of our records as well. Musically, it's a song that really showcases the band rhythm section, Alan, Pete and Mike. I mean, I think, you know, that we are, ultimately a rhythm section, the three of us, um, and, you know, I, I play lead every now and then, but, uh, the, the, you know, it's my rhythm playing, I think, which is sort of important. And obviously Alan and Peter are, are, you know, they're the, the, you know, the core of the rhythm section, but I'm, I'm, I, I kind of, I think I kind of glue it together. Al, Al doesn't play your traditional bass style. So with, you have Pete and then you have Al, and then I kind of fit in the middle of that and, and glue the two sides together. Um, and yeah, I think I think this song in particular it um, really highlights that. Just you know the, the way we normally write is uh is a kind of a building block thing where mike will have an acoustic structure you know chords for a song and a vocal melody and the, and the lyrics and would you know it's up to us to try to figure out where the where the song should go where it should sit what the right groove for it would be and all that sort of thing um but i think in a lot of those those songs on that record they came up with uh it came out of jams and out of um, musical ideas first so they had this kind of um you know running energy throughout that were later worked into 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 proper songs i th- i find that it's it's th- those kind of approaches are very different like the song ends up very differently when it just starts as an acoustic number and has to be figured out and added to and all that sort of thing as opposed as opposed to um when the band's sitting there and, and making some sort of groove or vibe or energy and um then the song is applied to that you know so there's two ways to that we work and i find them both very different different end result using a different rising approach some but the theme of the song and of much of the album the willingness and the need in middle age to stay open to new ideas and new experiences yeah, and it's very vital to 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 try and stay open, right? It's hard for sure because you're open. You if you are open, and that you're right. That's what that song is a lot about too. That sort of sense of allowing oneself to be open to whatever, whatever comes down the line. And um, you can either you know you can either put up the walls and close yourself in, and 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 you know put yourself in stasis and just hope you can get through the rest of your life that way. Because when you turn forty, you think you're almost at the end of your life. You're not, of course, even close to it. Hopefully, uh, but um, and there's a lot of years to go and a lot of growing to go too, growth to go if you want. Um, but you know, a lot of us tend to sort of close down there. So that, that song is a kind of a, uh, a yearning or a declaration of, okay, you know, this is, this is weird. I wasn't expecting this. I'm here. Let's keep on going. You know? One method of being open as a musician is to bring in different people to work with you. That's been a junkie staple throughout their career. And for this record, they introduced Linford and Karen from the band Over the Rhine. 
I love all of that, the feel of that record. And Linford and, and Karen Burquist from Over the Rhine, um, you know, were a huge part of that record. And a lot of these songs were performed live before. This, this was, the, the record was the record was recorded quite live off the floor um, with with them in the studio with us. A lot of background vocals by Karen, and I love her background vocals on that song on the out section. You know, the the way her and Margot interact, and um, that's part of that whole record is sort of we wanted to feature them. You know, they they joined us after for the miles from our home tour. We done a lot of touring with them, and then we sort of we we use most of their them and the, most of their band, and then um, we continued on with just Linford and Karen for a while, and uh, and as we began to write this record, they they sort of you know they they were they're a part of it, so it was it was it, it was a it, this whole record has a lot of Linford, a lot of Karen sort of featured, and I think it's uh, it's, a, it's a nice again a nice sort of a different texture for the album, especially all the background vocals by somebody else. Just outside their way Just outside the circle Waiting there is someone I don't know I'm so filled I'm so filled I don't sleep with us and Miles from our home and we needed it. Margot did a lot of her own background vocals on that record, but there was lots of them. And uh, a lot of the harmonies, um, we wanted to be able to use those live. So Karen had a, a good voice for that and, and a good and a great ear. And and, a, and, a, um, and we just began to, you know, Margot began to like singing with her. And um, so it just, it sort of evolved naturally. Um, so it wasn't like we brought somebody in, just plunked them in for the recording. You know, she had, she had, and Linford as well, had, had, had worked their way into the band. You know, they had found their own spot and their own, they, they had, they had attached themselves to our groove, and uh, and certainly Karen had figured out how to sing with Margot, you know. And and the great thing about it, it's not she's not she's not just a background vocalist. Like you know, she has her own personality, right? Her own vocal personality. So it's really like two vocals singing, you know, two two vocalists singing. Mar- Margot's obviously the lead, but you notice Karen, and, and you know it's not Margot singing. You know, it's 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 definitely another vocalist injecting her emotion, and she has a very different emotion when she sings too. So for a lot of these songs. It was nice to have, you know, another, not necessarily another perspective, but another sort of um, uh, emotion to draw on, or another somebody who can project differently. And uh, so that that was kind of a nice feel for this record, or uh, uh, for, uh, I think it added another dimension to the songs. We're closing the book, and I'm so open now. But we'll be back to talk about a related song next week. Before then, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast just to make sure that you never miss a new episode. You can also like it, add reviews, and tell your friends that we're here. Thanks to those of you who've already left ratings and reviews. We really appreciate it. To keep up with the band, head for cowboyjunkies.com, and if you're a Spotify user, you can also follow our growing playlist. All the details are in the show notes. We'll be back next week. See you then.